Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are headed into the final hour here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and on ESPN Plus. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson, Nick Friedle, we have been filling in for the guys. If you missed any of today's show, you can always check out the podcast on the ESPN app. You can talk to me and Nick at Amber W Sports. That's me at Nick Friedle. That's him. You can also join the conversation on the CC Colin line at one triple eight say ESPN. We have been talking ad nauseum today, of course, about this Kyrie Irving situation with the Brooklyn Nets. We are still waiting on Wednesday's deadline when we will know whether he is going to opt in to his player option or whether he is going to opt out and become an unrestricted free agent and take six million dollars from the Lakers is basically what that seems like it is going to come down to. We have been unpacking all aspects of this story and it is a complicated one. Now, Nick Friedle, he covered the Brooklyn Nets this past season for ESPN. He is an ESPN NBA reporter. Is there any component of this situation that surprises you, Nick? Because we're talking about Kyrie. If I had told you two months ago that we would be facing a scenario where we would be less than 48 hours or just about exactly actually 48 hours from the deadline to hear whether Kyrie Irving is going to opt into his player option and we still would have no idea what is going to happen, would you have believed me? Amber, if I learned anything, anything being around Kyrie, it was that you always expect the unexpected. When you think that there's nothing going on and you think that all is calm on whatever front that you're trying to see, you just wait. And being around a team that has Kyrie on it, something will happen. I cannot tell you how many of my friends in Boston and in Cleveland told me a variation of the same story, which was when you cover a team with Kyrie on it, you think everything's good and everybody's happy, and you come in the next day and something happens to knock the boat back and everybody is going, oh, no, here we go again. So that is a long way of saying, no, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that he is looking for leverage that isn't there right now. I'm not surprised that the Nets, given everything that they went through last season, have finally said, we can't take this stuff anymore. And I am not surprised that it looks like we are going to go down the wire. The only intriguing part to me in all of this is Kevin Durant. And Amber, we've been going through it throughout the show, but what is so, so fascinating for the rest of the league is why Kevin attached himself to Kyrie in the manner in which he did a few years ago And is he loyal enough to say, I want him back, I want to make this happen? Or will he say, if Kyrie walks, I'm out of here, thanks for the memories, Brooklyn? 
publicly, KD saying all the right things in terms of supporting his friend, right? And Kyrie Irving, like publicly, he's saying, oh, the Nets front office didn't take the time to get to know Kyrie enough. And he looks all supportive of Kyrie. I do wonder privately if that's really the case, because I would think even KD has to be a bit exhausted by this situation. He would never say it publicly, but I do wonder if there is a scenario where even if Kyrie is on his way out of Brooklyn, if KD could be secretly having conversations with the Nets like, hey, I'll stay one more year, give you guys a chance to show me something. You know, maybe we can still build this thing forward even without Kyrie. But the risk, of course, that the Brooklyn Nets are running is that they lose KD too because KD gets so disgruntled without Kyrie there that he forces his way out. And we know KD yields a lot of power because he's Kevin Durant. He's one of the best players in the league. Brian Winhorse, senior NBA insider, was on NBA. NBA today. He said that is a risk that the Brooklyn Nets are very willing to take at this point because they're so done with this Kyrie situation. Windy sound. Do we have the windy The message sound? the Brooklyn Nets are sending is that they are willing to risk losing Kevin Durant mm. if it means going through what they went through last year with Kyrie Irving. They just cannot have him back under the same terms that, that they had last year. I think they will be willing to welcome him back under different terms, both contractual and an understanding with the organization. But if it costs them both players to avoid a repeat of last year, they are sending the message that they are willing to do that. That has sent ripple effects throughout the league over the last four or five days. There are now teams all across the league talking about what it would take to get Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving has broken the nets, <laughs> Nick. I mean, we have gotten to a point with the nets where they are so tight. Like, they can't take any more of this situation. They are so just dug in on not going through what they went through last season again with Kyrie Irving that they are willing to give up the consensus, you know, top three player in the entire league in Kevin Durant, if that's what the price they pay is for letting Kyrie go. Steve Nash, Sean Marks, Joe Sy, Amber, the Nets brain trust. They were all just so tired <laughs> having to answer all these questions and having to wonder, is Kyrie going to be out there? Do we trust that he will be on this team and wants to be moving forward? And, and I think an underrated part in all of this is when Kyrie last spoke publicly to the media, as a whole, he sat up there on that podium in Brooklyn and Amber, he said, you know, I want to be one of the leaders of this team, you know, with me and Joe and Sean Marks. And I think a lot of people in the organization went, wait a minute, what? You're going to be one of the, the key decision makers and all that we have going on after everything that you've caused and created over the last couple of years. As far as it pertains to Kevin Durant, you take him at his word. And what he said on his podcast the other day was, in as many words, I am staying out of this. I want no part of this anymore. The Nets can handle their business, and Kyrie, he can handle his. We're still going to be friends. We'll be friends if he's still here. We'll be friends if he goes elsewhere. But I am staying out. And as somebody who has covered him for the last few years, Amber, I thought that was something to hold on to because Kevin could have easily said, I, I stand with the organization. I'm here. I want to be here long term. Or he could have said, I stand with Kyrie. That's my guy. We can win a title here. We'll make it work. He didn't say anything. 
He said, I want to see how this thing plays out, and I want to see what's decided. And the fact that he didn't take a position is a position in and of itself. And maybe he will end up standing by himself with neither of those two sides. Woj, senior NBA insider, was on NBA Today, and he says that if Kevin Durant becomes available, teams will be lining up around the block. There are a lot of teams in the league lining up uh, if Kevin Durant becomes uh, on the trade market, if he asks out of Brooklyn. He's got four years left on his contract, which means if you trade for him, you have him. Uh, he can't become a free agent for you. He's going to play for you. And there may have, if he does end up on a trade market, George, there's probably never been a player quite his stature, uh, certainly at the top of his game, who would be available to teams out there. You look at trades like Paul George in Oklahoma City to the Clippers, Anthony Davis to the Lakers. You would imagine that those would be starting points if you're the Nets. Uh, when you look at the kind of assets that you would want back, for Kevin Durant. I mean, the only thing that comes to mind for me is that he mentioned AD, their Kawhi, I guess, right, to the Raptors. I mean, it's not common that a player becomes available of this caliber on a trade market, Nick, but it's even more uncommon when we're talking about four years left on the deal. Like, that would be remarkable. Of course, I mean, what team wouldn't want that in the NBA? Every team would want that in the NBA. Amber, any team has to try everything it can to get Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. For my money, he is the second best player in the entire league behind only Giannis. He's that talented. His teammates, even the ones in Golden State, where that last ending year in Oakland got really rocky, they respect the hell out of him because they know that he puts in the work every single day to be the best he possibly can be. He is fantastic. He is one of the all-time greats. You have to give up everything you can to get him, and that's why the Nets are in such a precarious position because this is the bed they made with KD and Kyrie, and now they're trying to unmake it in a different direction, and that is much easier said than done in the NBA when you commit to having your stars run your organization as Brooklyn did three years ago. Well, KD and Kyrie might not be the only players on the move in the NBA this offseason. There are also some notable free agents that will be on the market. We'll play some more Should I Stay or Should I Go Next. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not 
not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Wilson and Nick Fredell filling in for the guys on Canty and Carlin. You can tweet to both of us at Amber W Sports at Nick Fredell. Canty and Carlin is on ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. So we debuted a new game, Nick, last hour. Should I stay or should I go? There are still more free agents in the NBA to discuss, other than just potentially Kyrie Irving, but there are some other names out there that could really impact what's happened next NBA season. So let's play some more. Should I stay or should I go and bring in our producer, Shannon Penn? What's up, Shannon? All right. I am one Zach Levine of the Chicago Bulls. I had an an all-star caliber season this year. I know DeMar DeRozan had a great year, but I am the best player on the Bulls. So, Nick, I ask you, should I go or should I stay? What say you, Nick? He should stay. Shannon, he's never getting that money, that extra year again. Take all the money you can and see what happens in Chicago. But, Amber, I've watched Levine a long time. He has definitely improved. He outplayed the $80 million deal he's been on the last four years. You are going to look at Zach Levine differently from a broader scope when he's on this max deal. And if you're the Bulls, while it probably makes the most sense to just give him the max, I don't know where that team is going with a maxed out Levine and DeMar DeRozan and a bunch of other players that eh, don't give me that much. Yeah, his uh, four-year, $78 million contract, it's up. Uh, that was a nice little contract for the Chicago Bulls <laughs> while it lasted. He did say that he does plan to explore the market as an unrestricted free agent, and so now the Bulls have to sweat it out. But I feel like that this is just Levine making the Bulls sweat it out. And I know that there appears to be, at least according to all the reports, that there is optimism from the Chicago Bulls front office that Levine is going to choose to re-sign there. They do have the ability to offer a fifth year to him, taking him through age 32. I just think that really... 
for both sides of this equation. Levine should stay and the Chicago Bulls, frankly, should want him to stay. Now, I agree with you that things get a lot different when you're playing, uh, when you are paying a player what they are going to have to pay him now that they allowed this to go to an unrestricted situation. He's going to get a max deal out of them. But at the same time, like the trajectory of the Bulls generally, and he's a huge component of that, Nick. And I just felt like they were such a surprise team this past season exceeding expectations you don't want to lose that momentum by letting go one of your key pieces because you don't want to pony up the funds all right amber i am one deandre aiden the former number one overall pick in the nba draft of the phoenix suns we went to the finals two seasons ago i want to get back there but i want to get paid so amber should i stay or should i go Restricted free agent. Obviously, the Suns can match an offer. I, I don't know. Does DeAndre Ayton still get like a max type offer? I think we thought that was going to be the market for him. But we are talking about a big. And I know the Pistons at one point seemed like they were all in on the DeAndre Ayton sweepstakes. And they have bowed out when they added Jalen Duran so, in the draft. So I, I just don't know what the market, frankly, is for the seven-footer in DeAndre Ayton. I don't know if he's going to to get any more money outside of Phoenix. And I don't know if there's a better team for him to go to, even if Phoenix has been very disappointing in the playoffs based on where the expectations were that were for them from the regular season. So I don't know if I see DeAndre Ayton going anywhere, but I also don't know if I see him getting the max. Is that crazy, Nick? It's not because Amber, if he can get the money, you stay. But if I'm DeAndre Ayton, and and I can force the issue somewhere, whether or not Phoenix ultimately ponies up. I'm always remembering in the back of my mind that the Suns didn't want to give me the deal that I felt like I deserved in the first place. And so whether or not that happens this summer or we wait a year or two down the road, the the frustration and sometimes ill will that a player has in a contract negotiation, it doesn't just go away. They always remember how difficult it could be. I think this is something that will ultimately, down the line, whether it happens again this summer or not, we'll see. It's going to push Aiden elsewhere. Shannon, before we hit this next one, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Shannon Penn, take it away. All right, and last and certainly not least, Nick, I am Jalen Brunson, okay? I put up big numbers for the Dallas Mavs when they didn't have Luka. I want to get paid, but where should I get paid? Should I stay in Dallas or should I go, go to a team like, say, I don't know, the New York Knicks? A team like the Knicks, Shannon, that has your dad as his assistant coach now and Uncle Tibbs? <laughs> well, let me tell you something. You're going to the Knicks. You're going to get paid. You're going to be in a familial situation. You're going to be around people that have believed in you for a long, long time. All the tea leaves, Amber, lead to Jalen Brunson being in Madison Square Garden next year. On the one hand, Dallas has Luka. On the other hand, the Knicks, like you mentioned, have his father, have his pseudo-uncle. They have $100-plus million, apparently, that they're willing to offer Jalen Brunson. And also, he kind of becomes the man in New York at that point because what else do the Knicks have at this point? So, yes, if I'm Jalen Brunson, I am probably headed to play for my father. 
Thank you for your help, Shannon Penn. Another rousing edition of Should He Stay or Should He Go? See, there are other free agents that we talk about here on ESPN Radio other than Kyrie Irving. Coming up, we're going to talk about something else also other than Kyrie Irving. Deshaun Watson, uh, something else that we probably talk a little bit too much about on ESPN Radio because Deshaun Watson won't get out of the headlines. There is even a new lawsuit that has been filed that we got word of today concerning Deshaun Watson, not against Deshaun Watson. But there is a Cleveland Browns component to this story and we have not yet unpacked that on today's show we will get into the future of baker mayfield and the cleveland browns next but first a word from indeed if the july heat is making you sweat your staffing situation then visit to in then visit indeed their end-to-end hiring solution is the number one source for hires in the u.s according to talent nest when you sponsor a job, you'll get matched instantly with candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description. And you can even earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits when you conduct virtual interviews on the website. Terms and conditions applied. Get started at Indeed.com slash credit. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Amber Wilson and Nick Friedel filling in for the guys here on Canty and Carlin. There are some new developments as it concerns Deshaun Watson. There is a new lawsuit. This one, though, hasn't been filed against Deshaun Watson, but it has been filed concerning Deshaun Watson. Instead, it was filed against the Houston Texans. We got word of this lawsuit today. It is the same attorney, Tony Busby, who represented at one time 25 women suing Deshaun Watson. Of course, 20 lawsuits have been settled now, 20 of the 24. One of those was dropped over the course of the last year. Now, Tony Busby has filed the lawsuit on behalf of one of the women, his client, who is suing the Houston Texans, alleging that the Texans knew or should have known about Deshaun Watson's behavior 
during massage sessions. So we will be keeping an eye on what happens with that civil suit, yet another civil suit, as it involves Deshaun Watson. Now, the timing of that civil suit, Nick, I think is no mistake because, of course, the civil suit comes just a day before Deshaun Watson's disciplinary hearing tomorrow, where the NFL and the NFLPA will both be presenting their cases. The PA, of course, helping to defend Deshaun Watson, along with his legal team, Sue Robinson, who is an independent arbitrator, a former federal judge. She will be making the decision about Deshaun Watson's potential suspension and whether he violated the league's conduct policy. There are reports out there that the NFL is pursuing a year minimum indefinite type of suspension. I think most everybody expects that this is going to probably be a lengthy suspension. We don't know what Sue Robinson's going to do. We don't have anything to compare it to. There's no precedent with her. We don't know even when we're going to get the ruling with her, although some people are suggesting within a week's time. Let's assume, though, for the sake of this conversation, Nick, that Deshaun Watson's out for the entire season, right? What does that mean for the Cleveland Browns? Because there is multiple quarterbacks still on that roster. One Baker Mayfield, he is still on the roster. You know, the guy who's been the starting quarterback for the last few years for the Cleveland Browns. Is there any scenario that you can see Baker playing again under center for the Browns if Deshaun is suspended for the year? Not after what we've heard from him, Amber. But if I'm the Browns, I've got my boombox over my head. I am outside begging and pleading. Baker, come back. We need you, baby. I can't live without you because there is not a better option out there. If indeed, as you said, Deshaun Watson is out for a year. Baker Mayfield knows everything there is to know. He's lived through the highs and lows that come with being a Cleveland Brown. And he would fit. But there is so much damage that has been done that I find it very hard to believe that Baker Mayfield would backtrack on the things he has already said publicly and say, you know what, I can be the stopgap for a year for a team that he felt was fully committed to him before all the Deshaun Watson stuff came up. I just think that we have this unrealistic expectation of Baker Mayfield at this point, right? Like we're – I mean, Baker Mayfield, not only would you, if you were Baker, feel disrespected because, hey, they went and gave that other quarterback, you know, the largest contract in NFL history, considering everything that quarterback is facing and you lose your job over it and they clearly want to move on from you. It's not just that because you could kind of maybe sell that like, hey, we have this once in a lifetime type of opportunity where this generational quarterback's available at 26 years old. I mean, that never happens. And sorry, that dude's just better. And that is how the world works. You were still good. We still really liked you, but this dude was better. That would be one thing, but it wasn't like that. It was like smear campaign of Baker Mayfield. Now, I know Baker has done some of it to himself. Don't get me wrong. But all the stuff that we were hearing about, you know, Baker, like this cancer in the locker room, basically throwing teammates under the bus, like Baker's just so hard, like he's so terrible to play with. Meanwhile, they're turning to, you know, the guy with the, at the time, 24 pending civil actions against him for sexual misconduct and sexual assault. So if I'm Baker Mayfield, yeah, I'm salty as heck. And I know people kind of pile on Baker and it's easy to say Baker's immature or maybe he should just suck it up and the best thing for Baker to do would be to go out there and prove himself with a good Browns team except for I feel like none of the rest of us would be able to do that either if our employer had done what the Browns have done frankly to Baker Mayfield 
Amber, that's where this goes back to me, and I think that part for Baker Mayfield, not only from what we've seen in his pro career in Cleveland, but going back to his time dating it back to the start of his college career at Texas Tech and then to Norman with Oklahoma. This is a proud dude. And if you want to get in a situation where you are the leader and face of a professional football team, you want everybody in that organization to be behind you. You want to feel like you have that support all over. He doesn't in Cleveland. It's very, very clear. They couldn't have made it any clearer. You mentioned the contract they gave Watson is the largest guaranteed money that has ever been in the NFL. Baker, thanks. You're out of here. Except maybe you're not. So if you're Baker Mayfield, what you really have to decide is, is it better to be a starter in Cleveland for a team that didn't really want you anymore or a backup somewhere else in an organization that believes in you and would have your back? And if I'm Baker, that decision, frankly, is easy for me. Now, it's been kind of crazy. Like the Browns can't even find a trade partner for a quarterback who we have seen win in the postseason, like not even a year and a half ago, right? And in last season, yes, Baker was terrible, except for also we know that he was injured and he had surgery after the season. And so there is at least a viable excuse for what happened last season if you're Baker Mayfield. It is kind of remarkable that we're at a point where he's under $20 million this year and you can't find a trade partner for a former number one overall pick, but that's where we're at with Baker. And some of that has to do with, again, this kind of like smear campaign, I put in ear quotes, that has happened over the last six months because I don't know who it's come from, but I think some of it is to ease the situation and the tra- and this and the transition to Deshaun, frankly. And it's like Baker gets thrown under the bus in the process, if I want Baker, if I'm Baker, I just want out. Even if that means being a backup, I want out of this situation. However, if I'm the Seahawks or the Panthers, I see no reason to trade for him right now because I think the Browns have their backs up against the wall. They're going to have to move on from Baker Mayfield because it seems like such an ugly situation. So why not wait until maybe they have to cut him? I do wonder, though, Nick, do you think the Browns could still be decent with Jacoby Brissett under center? Like, is all lost if it's Jacoby out there instead of Deshaun Watson this season? Yeah, because if you feel like you have a team that has a legit chance, Amber, and you turn Jacoby Brissett under center, good luck to you. Uh, and, you know, it's it's so funny to me because you and I have spent so much of the day talking about Kyrie Irving and the Nets. Then you have the Browns and Deshaun Watson and the choice that they made and the deal that they got into. What I would say is when you are trying as a pro sports team to – decipher what is worth the possible headache. I, as a sports fan and as a journalist, I don't feel anything towards Cleveland. This is the mess they created. It was all self-inflicted. The Nets got into business with Kyrie Irving. Look at recent history. This is what happens. So both of these teams got what they deserved. And now they have to deal with those consequences. You have to know what you're signing up for when you're, Talking about Kyrie Irving 
and his personality and some of the things that have happened here is in his NBA career. You got to know what you're signing up for, even if you're Kevin Durant, frankly, but you got to know what you're signing up for if you're the Brooklyn Nets. Obviously, with everything that was surrounding Deshaun Watson, there's zero chance the Cleveland Browns didn't know what they were signing up for. And maybe they were signing up for a lost season this upcoming season if he's not available to them to be under center. Coming up next, we have an update on Kyrie Irving and his opt-in status for next season. That is next. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we do have some breaking news here on ESPN Radio. We have an idea now more about the future here of Kyrie Irving. There are reports starting to circulate out there that Kyrie Irving is going to opt in to his player option. And Nick, I mean, all right, he's opting in. I mean, is, if this wasn't Kyrie Irving, this wouldn't be surprising that the dude is opting in to, what are we, $36.5 million? I don't have it in front of me anymore, but like that would not typically be surprising. However, it appears that because it's Kyrie Irving, and we had no idea what Kyrie Irving was going to do, that if, in fact, his decision, and we are waiting on confirmation, but if, in fact, his decision is in line with some of the reports that are starting to circulate that he's opting in, then, hey, it's like it's news and it's surprising because it's Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie Irving could have done anything, including including just taking $6 million from the Lakers and opting out and leaving $30 million on the table. Amber, what it means is Kyrie likes his money just like everybody else. <laughs> I mean... Of course. That's, that's that's my read. Everybody wants to 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 make it seem as if Kyrie is completely uh, off his rocker sometimes, and and he absolutely marches to the beat of his own drum. But he wants his money just like everybody else, and in the end, that's what we're seeing. The Athletic is reporting that he's opting in with this quote from Kyrie. Normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow, Irving told The Athletic. I've made my decision to opt in. See you in the fall. Dare to be different? Different would have been if you had opted out and left $30 million on the table. Dare to be different, Nick. Nick. Who's not opting in to 36 and a half? How is that the different approach? Amber, this is the same person who told us the night that he played at Barclays Center after <laughs> I 
can't even believe I still. You just can't keep it. You re- can't remember this. At, the night he played at Barclays Center for the first time, after being cleared by Eric Adams in New York City, he said, we made history tonight. You know, we changed the world. And everybody in that press room is looking around at each other going, what? 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 What, what is happening? What did he just say? So forget what he's saying. The action in this case speaks much louder than all the words. Kyrie wanted to get paid. He didn't see another option, and he took this one. You know, like those memes, you know, like Kanye, like nobody loves Kanye more than like Kanye loves Kanye or whatever. Like with Kyrie, it's like, uh, you know, nobody thinks that they're more important than Kyrie thinks Kyrie is or whatever. Like have the confidence that Kyrie Irving has. That's what we all need in life because – He thinks that he is blazing the path into tomorrow. But the real news here is, according to The Athletic, he has opted in to his final year. We are coming down the stretch here on Canty and Garland on ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson and Nick Fredell. We have been filling in for the guys. If you missed any of the show, you can check out the Canty and Carlin podcast on the ESPN app. You can tweet to me and Nick at Amber W Sports at Nick Fredell. We have had a big show today. Lots of Kyrie Irving today because, well, he's making headlines. And also because Nick is here uh, to help us out since he was covering the Brooklyn Nets this past season for ESPN. He is an ESPN NBA reporter. But we have also had help from others as well. Kevin Pelton, also an ESPN NBA writer. He joined us to help us unpack all things NBA free agency. Greg Wyshynski joined us to break down what happened in the Stanley Cup finals last night where the Colorado Avalanche have taken it and have ended this run, at least for the time being, of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Chris Canty stopped by his own show. That was nice of him. Host of Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. He gave us some of his time. If you miss Chris Canty, you can check him out on Greeny. Him and Carlin are hosting Greeny all week. And John Barr, ESPN's investigative reporter, stopped by to tell us the latest on Deshaun Watson. We got the news today. There has been a new lawsuit filed as it pertains to Deshaun Watson, but this one filed against the Houston Texans. Texan saying they knew or should have known about Deshaun Watson's actions. So we have unpacked all of that for you, and we will continue to unpack the latest in breaking news for you. It is time now to go three and out. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is... Three and out. It is the end of the workday for me and Nick as we get closer to 7 p.m. End of the day is brought to you by Indeed. Attract, interview, and hire at Indeed.com slash credit. So we got the breaking news. If you missed it just a few minutes ago, The Athletic is reporting that Kyrie Irving has decided to opt in to the final year of his deal, his $36.5 million player option with the Brooklyn Nets. He did so by releasing this quote to The Athletic saying, normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow. I have made my decision to opt in. See you in the fall. Now, Nick, it doesn't say where he's going to see us in the fall. It just says that he's going to see us in the fall and that he took the money, honey. Still could be a sign and trade, right? Still could be. The Nets would have to play ball in that regard, Amber. I personally don't see that happening in the moment. But I think in this case, assuming that we'll see you in the fall means we'll see you in Brooklyn. And as you said... There are a lot of different 
possibilities still in between now and then. This is probably a pretty good case scenario for the Knicks because you have a one-year prove-it deal from Kyrie. Hey, Kyrie, we know you're talented, and we know you're really good with Kevin Durant. What we don't know is if you are committed to being here night after night. If they get some assurances, if they feel like he can be out there and he produces all of next year, well, then they can reconsider the future and what may happen. But if Kyrie holds them up or if Kyrie isn't out there night after night and he's not committed to the group, whatever happened last season is going to look like nothing compared to what will now happen with Kyrie coming to the end of his deal in a place that he knows isn't committed to him long term. It's strange that we're saying best case scenario is for the Nets to be in a position where maybe next offseason they don't get anything in return for Kyrie, right? But that might be best case scenario for the Nets to have this next year, I guess, to evaluate things once again, one more time. Here we go again, it appears, in evaluating the Kyrie and KD experiment. And it's one you can only evaluate if he's actually available to them. And that remains to be seen. The more fun scenario, I think, in terms of chaos would have been actually if Kyrie had tried to walk, right? Like the if Kyrie wanted to leave thirty million on the table to go play for the Lakers, that would have been chaos. I would have been here for the chaos, Nick. However, this does seem like the more reasonable option for everybody involved. Even though Kyrie is saying he's daring to be different, I don't know what's different about opting into thirty six and a half million dollars. I think, frankly, there ain't nothing different about that. All of us would have opted in in this scenario. Amber, the dare to be different would be if he dared to play eighty two games next season. <laughs> That's right. where things would be a you lot different. You know what, different. Kyrie? Dare to be different. Play if, 82. If, and, you know, to your point, like, by the way, no other superstar. Like, that's a knock on Kyrie, but also, like, no other superstar plays 82 in today's NBA. That would be wildly different if you actually didn't just show up, but showed up for all 82. That's how he, to be different, Kyrie. If Forge he really path, wants buddy. to set a new path, that's the path that, that Brooklyn would would love for him to, to blaze wanna, the trail on. I just want to live my life out here just like talking like Kyrie Irving. Just like throwing philosophy in where it just doesn't even make sense, you know? Like Amber Wilson and Nick Friedel leading us into tomorrow here on Canty and Carlin, but only until 7 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> that's so Kyrie Irving. That's how, Ky- that's how uh, Kyrie Irving's next podcast is going to go. There are other things happening in sports. Running backs Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell have signed deals, not for football, but for a boxing exhibition, according to sources. Nick, are you interested in seeing Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell fight heavyweight boxing exhibition July 30th at Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles, sources told ESPN. I am not, but somebody out there is because, Amber, all these matches keep happening. And all it tells me is somebody's making money off of all this. It's the only reason why all these boxing matches against all these random people from from nowhere, and, and at least we know Peterson and Bell, but these random people are getting fights. Somebody is going to get paid. We're just seeing it again. Uh, I... I... I could, I could, it could miss me. I like miss me with it. I, I don't really need to see this, Frank. Like Frank Gore, Darren Williams, Jake Paul, Tyrone no Woodley. Thanks. Like, 
I'm good. I'd rather just actually see boxers fight. I don't really have an interest in seeing retired athletes fight. But here you go. Like you said, somebody does. Or frankly, they wouldn't be doing it. A lot of people have an interest in seeing our girl, Courtney Cronin. She made her debut on First Take today. So big ups to Courtney. You hear her all over ESPN radio, including on this show, I believe, later this week. So huge shout out to Courtney Cronin for her first take debut. Coming up next, huge shout out to Spain and Fitz. They're coming up next here on ESPN radio. This has been Canty and Carlin with Amber Wilson and Nick Friedel hanging out with you. Check us out on the podcast on the ESPN app.